listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. say that I'm foolish. I only talk about Jews, bling bling. Do you fools listen to music or do you just skim through it? See, I'm influenced by the ghetto. You ruined that same dude. You gave nothing. I made doing... I made something doing. That's what. That's what it said. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Karen messed me up with that. I was like, no, I made. That's right. That's how he said it. Okay. I made something doing. Uh, anyway, uh, you're on with the Black Guy Tips uh, podcast. It's a comedy podcast. We do three times a week. Uh, me, we being me and my wife uh, Karen, and uh, basically today is a very special show. We do this every week too. It's our feedback show. So it's the one time that a week that we take time out to give thanks to our fans and do support us and give us their money and treat us nice and donate and subscribe and retweet and all that great stuff that keeps the show going. Um, now here at the Blackout Tips, of course, the motto is nothing's wrong if it's funny. Yep, yep. And uh, you can do a bunch of stuff, um, ways to find us. It's very easy. Uh, you go to theblackouttips.com and while you're there. You can donate. You can subscribe to the actual uh, web page so you get an update every time we post something. Last night I posted all our guest spots from the last week. So if uh, you're already subscribed, you get an email burst and it says, hey, 
um rod and karen are uh you know they updated their shit dog <laughs> come join the show yeah it'll tell you like right there like hey uh rod and karen basically uh just did a. Uh, you know, Karen was on Casual Conversation with Sherry's Joy and a bunch yeah. of ladies. Rod was on Filling the Lanes. Rod was on uh, Up for Discussion. Yep, and I uh, did Where's My 40 Acres about two weeks ago, too. Yeah, but that that was uh, co- that, that's not on this post. That's on the Oh, last. my bad. Uh, but anyway, you can go find all that stuff out by just following the show um, and, uh, you know, getting that email update. Uh, if you're in the chat, because uh, we also do shows live on Vocal, uh, easy way now. I used to send out a post every time we were live on Vocal, and that's kind of tedious. But now what you can do is we actually have a tab on the website that says live shows on Vocal. You can go there. It'll tell you when the next live show is. And anytime we are live, you can just go to that page, click on it, and you're right there already. So uh, go ahead and do that, guys. Um, it's very easy. Um, and will, will you uh, join the chat on vocal if you hit the heart button on the left that says follow host and you hit that button and you get an email update every time we post a live show on vocal every time we schedule something you get an update so uh, it's very easy uh, we're just trying to come up with many many ways you guys can follow the show and yep, get yep. in on the comedy um, now being that this is a feedback show let's talk about ways you can get in contact with us first of all we're both on twitter i'm at rodermans prime i'm um, say that again that is in d-a-t the show twitter is at t-b-g-w-t uh you can also be heard by emailing the show the black guy who tips at gmail.com or you can uh call the show 704-557-0186 uh, very easy process. Uh, we appreciate everybody that does that. It doesn't take much time. Um, and uh, you can also be heard by going to iTunes and leaving us a five-star review. Anyone who leaves us a five-star review, we read it on the po- podcast regardless of content. Uh, we do. Content. So they could say, fuck you, and I will read it. <laughs> if you can get that past the iTunes screener, of course. Um, yeah, Steve Jobs did allow no matter what anybody says. Yeah, you also can uh, like us on Stitcher, Facebook, uh, Podomatic, all that good stuff. You can go to our store. Um, just a ton of stuff you can do to interact with us. Of course, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And speaking of donations, let me uh, give a shout-out to the people who donated this week. Um, I, I know it's holiday weekend, and you know times are kind of hard for people. The economy's doing vacation, bad. Yeah. But uh, people still found a way to give us a couple dollars, man. And, and we thank every thank single you. one of y'all. Seriously. Uh, you know, building up that mic fund uh, for Justin and, and Will. Will. Yep. Um, saw them, uh, saw Will, uh, Justin this morning, and I was like, dog, we almost got you another mic. It's just a few more weeks. A few more weeks, dog. People just keep donating. Let's go. Uh, first of all, let me give a thanks to Hollywood Larian for his recurring donation. That's right, guys. He will be back next month. Yes, I like Hollywood. I think uh, Larian said he's been donating for over a year, so I thank you so much, Larian. Yeah, man. He's always been down for the show, man. Um, a really a, a good dude. He and is. A good now. fan he and all is. that good shit, man. Just cool dude, man, and uh, really supportive, man. I appreciate that. Um, and uh, I understand his own podcast is on a hiatus because his co-host got a job. A real J-O-B? Yeah. <laughs> they went in with picking signs. They came out with jobs. Can you believe this? 
Um, Sharif Jackson hit us with the recurring uh, donation. Of course, he's one third of the host of the Operation Cubicle podcast. Mm-hmm. A very funny podcast. It's also relevant to wherever you work. If you work at a desk job, check them out, man. Please do. I'm still waiting on them to do the podcast about how to use drugs and get away with it. But <laughs> we can only hope. We can only hope, people. <laughs> That's it. Rhonda Moore, uh, who loves the Bad Girls Club and wants us to talk about it every day, um, she uh, left us a donation too, man. Thank you, sweetie. And uh, because she left us that donation, I got all caught up on the Bad Girls Club. I'm I'm at the first part of the reunion now. So so hopefully uh, next time we do a show, we can do some Bad Girls Club recaps. Um, All right, man. Um, What else we got to do, Karen? Uh, What do you want to do first? You have iTunes reviews, voicemails, uh, emails, comments on the blog, and the, and the uh, polls. Let's do iTunes. All right, let's go to iTunes, man. To go to i to leave us a five star review on iTunes. Very simple. Just download the program iTunes. You go there. Uh, you sign up uh, with a username. It could be whatever you want it to be. And then a lot of people use that Twitter name, stuff like that. Um, and then you go. Leave, you search for the Blackout Tips. Leave us a five-star review. Uh, type in what you think about the show. It could be very simple. It doesn't have to be the funniest thing in the world. It doesn't have to be mean. It doesn't have to be uh, the greatest. Whatever you want to put. But uh, getting five-star reviews actually helps us move up in the ratings on uh, iTunes. Yes, it does. And you guys have been a very rewarding, interactive audience. And we'd like to continue that, man, because uh, I think that's what makes people want to listen to the show. You go click on someone's show, you see, like, yeah, uh, maybe I've never heard of these guys, but how the fuck did they get 246 five-star ratings? That's right. Um, all right. So DB Trill leaves a five-star review. It says, where have I been? I don't know, DB Trill. Where you been? do <laughs> <laughs> the only bad thing about this show is I didn't know about it sooner, and I guess that's more my fault. Aww. Keep that ish up. And by the way, the safe shirt is the realest, most funniest ish I've seen in a minute. Had to grab me a blue one, LOL. So, Ooh. thank you very much, DB Trill. As my nose starts running. Ugh. Anyway. Need some tissue, son? Yes, I do. I'll go get you some. All right. And <laughs> no I'll, just, I'll just talk to the people in between. Hey, I was playing ball this morning, people, and uh, we uh, started playing ball at seven o'clock in the morning, which is like some old me and shit. Because uh, that's when I didn't realize that's when that's when I, I'm officially old, dog. Me, Kevin Garnett, uh, Ray Allen was in there, Paul Pierce, Doc Rivers was coaching us, and uh, we was playing ball um, at seven a.m. on a Saturday uh, because I guess that's you know what grown men do because that's the only free time you have. Am I right? If not, you're gonna be cutting grass, washing cars and shit. So, um. We were chilling or whatever, and I was checking this dude, and it was the first game, and it was so demotivating because, he one, he was playing hard as fuck at fucking 7 in the morning. That was problem number one. <laughs> number two, this nigga stank. Oh, shit. Oh, it was a stinking-ass white dude, man. He stank so bad. It's 7 in the morning. How do you even get that stinking at 7? <laughs> Maybe he worked out before he came. Did you get stinking at night, sleep in this funk, didn't brush your teeth, and then, like, I, I couldn't even defend him because I didn't want him touching me. <laughs> uh, some people do that, son. Like, this nigga was getting rebounds, and then, like, he, he was yeah, playing. Yeah, everybody moved. He was playing extra, extra hard, so, like, anytime someone, um... Would like, uh, like any, you know, anytime someone would have a ball, he would try to post me up and he would just like try to put his ass on my shirt, man. I was pushing him off, like, get off me. (laughs) And Justin was like, man, should we switch, switch uh, on this dude? I'm like, come get him. I don't use touch it, touch his stinking ass. He fucked my shirt up. I had to, ugh, I might throw that shirt away. (laughs) 
Sound like uh, ass uh, and old Indian food. Uh, oh. Anyway, man, sorry about that, guys. Uh, all right, so um, yeah, that's the only iTunes review. But he says uh, the only uh, DB Truth says the only bad thing about the show is I didn't know about it sooner, and I guess that's more my fault. Keep that ish up. By the way, the safe shirt is the realest, most funniest ish I've seen in a minute. Had to grab me a blue one. LOL. So thank you, DB Twelve, not only for writing you. the review but for buying that shirt, man. Yep, yep. Thank Karen, you. What would you like to do next? That was our only iTunes review. That's on iTunes reviews. Yeah. Let's do a voicemail. Okay. All right, man. So let's check the voicemails. Um, now you the leave a voicemail. You call seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six, and you can leave a voicemail. Um, you know, and and here's the thing, guys. I need you to keep your voicemails to three minutes long, man. Um, it's getting kind of out of hand. Uh, I know uh, Keith has been leaving some of the longer voicemails, and I've been playing them just because I was like, well, they're kind of funny. But, you know, now seven minutes long, like, that's that's a little too long, dog. Um, but, uh, I, you know, so let's try to keep it around three minutes, people. I, I can work with you somewhere around there. But once you know we're starting to leave, you know, a bunch of five, six, seven, eight-minute voicemails, it's kind of disrespecting everybody's time because, uh, you know, especially if you're going to call back a lot, then it's like, you know, somebody else calls and, you know, we, we don't have, I don't know. I don't want to be here till seven o'clock trying to do a feedback show. So <laughs> I'm not playing any voicemails that, uh, you know, I feel like are excessive. Uh, even if they're funny, man, I just can't. I'm sorry. But, uh, let's go ahead and play some, uh, some of the voicemails that were, uh, you know, came in with uh, the right amount of time. Hey guys, it's uh, Owen calling again. Uh, got, uh, I know I got, uh, Owen from Canada. Tell you here, so I'm just gonna set my timer here. I got my notes ready. Uh, just listening to Cold Slither podcast. Uh, first thing, you were so right about those old cartoons. Man, I dug out my old Ninja Turtle tape that I used to tape every episode when it came on on Fridays. And, uh, I went back and looked at that to get the, the, headbands mixed up the wrong voices for the wrong characters it, it is not a good show it was amazing at the time but you know it's not that great i can stumble across an old spider-man you know the original spidey series there and uh it was the one where he's fighting the the uh, what was it the museum keeper and you can bring stuff back to life that's in the museum and one of the things in the museum you can bring back is these natives with bones in their nose and chucking spears at them and stuff it's just it's terrible um so that's that uh i also was hoping i could be the official uh white african canadian uh of the show uh, i was born in kenya and i think i lost my citizenship when i didn't join the army at age 18 Uh-oh. from there uh, really young i was only 18 months but i don't know it's probably a, a well-contested uh title on the show but i just want to put my name in there and uh that brings me to another point i'm not telling you how to do your job but just saying, Brazilian's not a race. And it's a <laughs> uh, Leo Machida and Junior Dos Santos are all Brazilians. Just saying, you know. I tell you, how to do your job. But, uh, <laughs> the last thing I wanted to do was um, take a page out of the book of Keith. Don't worry, it's not what you think. And uh, let you guys know uh, what the show means to me. Uh, I had dreams of being a professional musician when I was a kid and a uh, teenager and all that. And I had to grow up and become sensible and get a real job and a mortgage and all that nonsense and uh, pretty much dropped it and uh, I, I had all the gear still but you know I just hadn't been doing much with it or hadn't been putting much time into it and discovering this uh, whole podcast universe had gotten into uh, blacking it up uh, maybe two months ago something like that and mm-hmm. heard you on the show and got on the Black Guy Who Tips and Chonilla and uh, a whole pile of other good ones throwing shade all sorts of good stuff and uh 
basically listening to what you guys have accomplished by just working hard in your living room on your free time has really inspired me to get back into it i've been uh, i've been recording i've been i've been working on writing songs i just just got one finished today that i really like so maybe i'll send that to you it probably wouldn't be to your taste but you can always just delete it <laughs> but uh, it's really awesome to see what you guys have accomplished just by you know plugging away like the community that exists around this stuff it's amazing i just i had no idea like yeah. Anyways, uh, I'm like coming up to my three minutes here. So uh, thanks again for the show. Loved it. Uh, so awesome to hear about all uh, those shows and, you know, all that old stuff from uh, when we were kids. It never occurred to me that there were, you know, black people out there that loved that Thundercats and G.I. Joe as much <laughs> as I did. So it kind of cracked me up. Anyways, thanks a lot. Take it easy. Uh, no doubt, Owen, Thank man. You. We appreciate it. Thank we you for do. calling. Um, I think you would actually be surprised how many black people are into it. And also, um, I know for me, uh, as a black person, watching those old cartoons, it took on a different meaning because, you know, as a kid, you're always looking for reflections of yourself and your identity in, you know, the things that you consume. That's right. So I'm constantly guessing which characters were black. black me too, yes. So, you know, I was like, Destro's black. Panthro's black. Panthro, Jazz uh, from Transformers, definitely mm-hmm. black. Optimus Prime was black. Uh, some people <laughs> thought all of the tra- all of the uh, Thundercats were black. So, um, yeah, man, it is interesting to hear how people took that stuff as kids, man. And, uh, yeah, dude, it's cool. Yeah, Soundwave was definitely black. I see you, Sharif. Um, and it, uh, also, man, it's uh, cool that you were inspired to do music and stuff again mm-hmm. um, because, honestly, we need more... Um, People out there that do believe in their dreams and, and, and have they love, yeah, ha- have you a lot of um, you know, um, I don't know, like, I just like if you have something that you love to do, and it makes all the other shit that you hate to do tolerable. Yes, that's what will. I found. Yes, because you do what you do so that you can spend time doing what you love. Yeah, so I I've been enjoying it, man. I appreciate it. Um, all right, let's uh, go to the next um, next voicemail. Hey, nigga, this BA. Miss Crystal, you might want to lay back on that brown look because I swear that shit had you fucked up. <laughs> I was listening just now to the show. Why is it from one voicemail to the next, she sounded like she was just getting more and more swizzled? That shit was funny as hell. I'm going to keep listening, though. And um, by the way, uh, realize I still love you, baby. I was just joking. Don't be mad at the nigga. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DH man. Um, Miss Chris will say she can handle her liquor, but them droids, them voicemails sound drunk as hell to me. So I don't one know. One after another, one after another, son. She's sitting up there like, I'll ride you. You just you a, a punk bitch. Yeah, brother. you're a little bitch. And, but I love you, Rod. But you're a bitch. Yeah, and you, you can't be handle your liquor. I was like, drink, mm-hmm. drink like me. Keep drinking them, drinky. <laughs> I don't be talking like that when I drink. I can do a whole podcast drunk. Man up. Not me. Hey, people. It's me again. I missed that poll about Byron Long. <laughs> Yeah, yeah Miss Tetzel. But I'm my opinion heard. Yes, I'm still at work. Oh, I was wondering. <laughs> I run night ops at a uh, company, and I'm the only brother <laughs> in all night, and I'm in charge. Everybody that works for me on my crew is Latino. 
that means they either Mexican or Salvadoran or Guatemalan or whatever. But uh, there seems to be this pervasive thing amongst them that in order to be gay, you got to take it, bitch. Now, I ain't figured out where this comes from because my attitude on it is if you give a dick to a dude, you're pretty much gay. I don't care if you do what you do, you know, love who you want to love. Like Karen be saying, I'm cool with that. <laughs> but they always had this thing where if a dude bends over and takes it in the ass from another dude, the only the only homosexual in that crew is the one taking it in the ass. Now, that ain't what they said. They used few different words. But the gay dude is the one taking it. My attitude is if you can get your dick uh, to some man's airy ass, you gay. Mm. Let's not be playing games about this. You either partially gay or you completely gay, but you kind of like that. Because I ain't rolling with that foolishness. And as far as Byron Long is concerned, mm, you do a gay for pay. Let's call it what it is. All right. Yeah, I'm with you, DH, man. That's some gay shit, dog. I don't know how when we start separating, um, you know, uh, getting your dick sucked or fucking a dude. As different levels of the gayness, I, I don't know. And it is so in some some world. I mean, I, I don't know, dog. But as far as an activity, yeah, you gay. I don't know what. Like, I'm not saying you're a gay person in life, but that shit was gay. Like, what you did was gay. That is the definition of gay. You met the, the fucking male on male sex. I'm sorry. I don't know. We got all these terms, and maybe I'm just not politically correct enough, but. Fuck it, man. I ain't saying that dude is gay, but that was getting your dick sucked is some gay shit. You can't be like, yeah, getting my dick sucked is completely different than fucking that dude in the ass. Now that's gay. Or if I took it in the ass, ah. now, now now you can call me whatever you want to, but you know, I if I'm just fucking the people, then that's different. I'm like, oh, what? I know what's going on here. Well, we get these rules and regulations. Yeah, like me and Roger talking about the white after Liberty Day uh, thing. I don't give a fuck. We're white all year round. Talking to your mic, man. Uh-oh. Yeah, you keep talking straight to the computer. You got to talk to your mic now. <laughs> My Gotta bad. There you go. Thank you. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, cut me some slack on this voicemail. This might be a little longer than three minutes, all right? <laughs> First of all, whoever paid $18,000 for a pair of the Queen's drawers, y'all just some dumb asses. I mean, for real. That's just some ignorant shit. That's all I got to say about that. $18,000. For a pair of drawers. Okay. Um, second of all, Rod. Yes. You should even be doing the show right now. Okay. All right? As of this moment, you should be somewhere in your house sucking and swallowing the shit out of Karen's ass right now. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Sunday show. Goodbye, okay? y'all. And you know what? I don't know how the fuck none of y'all niggas getting pussy. I don't know grown motherfucking men be talking about Megatron and G.I. Joe and shit. Why do you think dude was 40 years old and a goddamn virgin? Cause of shit like this, okay? <laughs> I don't even understand that shit. If, it, if I didn't love y'all so much, I would have turned that motherfucking shit off. That's real talk. That, that was some ignorant shit right there, okay? Uh, third of all, Professor LCH. Oh. Thank you for the verbal valentine, Miss Lady. Oh. I see you right back, yo. Okay, that's real talk right there. Um, let me tell you something, Brandon. Okay, now I'm listening to you on the Spoiled Movie Review Podcast. Okay, whatever the fuck the name of the shit is. Okay, and you know what? Why the fuck you so goddamn mad all the goddamn time? Okay? 
know who the fuck some dirty weaver is. What the fuck? You can't hold it against a motherfucker. I mean, I know who, who she is and shit, but goddamn, if a motherfucker don't know who she is, they don't know who the fuck she is. And while I'm on the subject, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? What the fuck is happening going? Watching a movie, either you like it or you don't. What's with all this breaking it down and, and all the, You know what? I'm listening to all them shit. Who the fuck is Loki? Who the fuck cares about Loki and his backstory? Look, do Loki whoop ass in the movie? That's all the fuck we care about. I don't give a fuck about Thor being humbled and all of this bullshit and you took his ammo. What? I heard something about titties. That's what caught my attention because I heard y'all say something about titties. All right, so if the nigga want the fuck or whatever, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? You know what I'm saying? God damn, is it that serious about a goddamn movie? I mean, Shit! Either you go, you watch the movie, you like it, or you don't. All that shit y'all talk. I mean, god damn, man, is it that goddamn serious? Really? <laughs> shit, then. You know what I'm saying? Oh, smooth criminal. Don't start no shit this week. Don't start no shit this week. All right. Don't be here, cause you know what? You got all of us as an accessory to the after the fact. You know what I'm saying? Don't be telling us about your little exploits and shit and how you be breaking the law, killing all folks, whatever the fuck you be doing. Keep that shit to your goddamn self. And you know what? If I hear one more thing about goddamn piece of the rock, I think I am gonna fucking open the goddamn vein. You know what I'm saying? Fuck pizza rock. Uh-huh. Hey, niggas, men, y'all need to drink some shit that make your dick hard. <laughs> Women out there, y'all need to drink some shit that make y'all dick hard too. Alright? Enough of this fruity beverage bullshit. Drink <laughs> some real shit. Alright? I think that's it for right now. You know what oh, I'm saying? Geez. I'm calling that because I ain't going to be able to call on Saturday because I got shit to do. But you know I got to let my voice be heard because, you know, I love y'all. Anyway, <laughs> with that being said, I'm out. Black guy who tip nation, if y'all don't hear from me, y'all have a good weekend. Think about what the fuck I just said, niggas. <laughs> and neglect, peace out. <laughs> I just, it's, I just, every time I think about this, man, um, is, you know, because it's basically just chill yelling at the phone. <laughs> Cause you know what I mean? Like she was so hyped up. She was yelling at the phone basically with no background music and stuff. We add the background music. Oh yeah. The background music is us, y'all. And then it's us talking like, say, she don't come in with her own theme music. Like, she, she know us so well that she's just like, let me just cuss these niggas out real quick. Um, I'm mad she's, she slandered the entire premise of a movie review podcast. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Niggas can't even do movie reviews now? <laughs> just go watch the movie. Like, we just want to come back. Uh, yeah, man. Um, welcome to Spoiled Movie Reviews. Uh, we saw Avengers. It was good. All right, man. Well, y'all have a good week. Um, check us out on the Black Eye Who Tips. <laughs> it, we saw the movie. What'd you think about it? Uh, on the scale of good to not good. Oh, it was good. Okay. It was, it was not good. Yeah, she wants to go straight to the point. Them, them shits would be, what, 15 minutes? No, 10 minutes long? Yeah, it'd be five minutes. It wouldn't even be five minutes. No. Did you like it? Yeah. <laughs> what about Loki? He was whooping ass. And uh, also, titties. All right, y'all have a good one. <laughs> good God. You see no pussy in this one? Maybe next time. Oh, chill. <laughs> Florida. Hey, Rod, Karen, hey, forgive me uh, for leaving this mess with somebody else, but... 
She calling out, where's my 40 acres? Brandon, y'all better get on it over there. Yeah, she calling, where's my 40 acres on Chonilla.com. She calling out I, the Flat Guy with Tips. tips. Well, they might not want to get a phone line. <laughs> I don't even know what she would say if she could talk directly to these niggas. Man, but yeah, chill was uh, in full effect, man. I guess uh, they had a brandy surplus in Florida this month or something because she was, she's she on it. like she was on it. I need to see what time those left. Those are. Man, those are middle of the day brandy calls. Good lord. Um, all right, man. We got a couple more voicemails, um, all from the same person, so What's up? This is Rod. This is Terry. 
Actually, okay. before I play this one, I need to, I'm going to restart Pamela because for some reason, I feel like it's not showing all the voicemails. Okay. So give me we, one second we, to, um, we do that. to re-bring that shit back up because, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to need that. I saw I got a couple emails this morning that we had voicemails, and then when I went to check it, uh, oh, it Pamela hadn't have. updated in a couple of days. So let oh, me. Uh, shit, now get on it, Pamela. Yeah, Pamela fucking up, man. Uh, Pamela must be a black name for a program. <laughs> I bet you it is. <laughs> uh, all right, let me. Uh, all right, it looks like it was just those two more. So I don't know. Maybe those. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe something was up with those emails this morning. All right, let's play them. What's up? Well, I said, it looks like three. It's Terry. And it's uh, Keith from Dallas. Smooth criminal. As I've been, you know, affectionately named. Uh, and accurately man, named. I almost had a, a nigger moment today. Uh, I came. I was at my job. I was ready to go to work. And uh, this Mexican cat. And I bet you asked me, how did how do you know that he's a Mexican? Yeah, how you oh, know? Easy, Rod. He was eating a taco. That's oh, Walking in, no. 
And I just walked over there. Once I heard that kind of walk over there, man, I told the guy, look here, man. Um, you know, that kind of disrespect. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that I know you, like, I know, a, you know what I'm I know what type of person you are. I know, you know, you let a guy punk you out. You know what I'm saying? And just, you know, take the money from him. You ask him to fix the car. I like, because this dude has a backstory. He's a bitch. And I knew this about him. He has a backstory. He's so, a bitch. <laughs> I told him, you know, if he was anywhere else, I'd probably whoop your ass. But, hey, you know, the fact that, you know, we on the job, I'm letting why? Okay. And he was like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry if I finished you. And I was like, you know what, man? Go fuck yourself. And I let it be. And you know what I'm saying? And they, I left him talking. He's sitting there trying to figure out. I was set. Now, I felt good because I avoided that nigga moment. Well, I went to his tires and pulled the fucking plug on there and watched both of my stuff go flat. What? Okay, I'm stopping this. Um, one, um, this is why we want the voicemails to be three minutes, cause there's a lot of rambling. Um, gotta get to the point. But number two, hey man, are you about to commit another fucking crime on an email again? <laughs> on a voicemail again? Niggas <laughs> like, then I went and fucked up his car on this Mexican, all this hate crime, racism shit happening in this fucking call? I'm tired of being the accessory key. <laughs> God damn. To crime. I need you to wrap, wrap it up, number one. You got to wrap it up. You got to get a little faster to the point. But also, let's stop committing the crimes, though, man. Uh, let's lead with the crime. If you're going to leave gonna leave a voicemail, lead with the crime. I don't, I don't really care about the rest of it, but uh, thank you for calling. Um, and we got another one from Keith. This one uh, a little bit shorter, uh, but it's still over three minutes. Three minutes, 40 seconds. Let's see if, um, let's see if this is worth playing all the way out or if I'm going to be What's another up, accessory. What's up, Karen? Black women, but 
seriously, though. You know what I'm saying? And the seriously, especially the black women that weigh like, you know, 230. Come on, man. Fat you know, black women? Women are hood, you know, and, and you want to sell it or a flip phone or something. And um, you want know, to cut parts on the job where I have to get to work. Okay? And you actually give me attitude. What you think really is going to happen, right? You think you're going to bother me? Nah, 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 nah. All I'm going to do is call some truck. See, we're going to move you one way or another. And since I can't lift your ass up off the drop, I bet that tow truck can lift your heavy ass. I'm just saying. You're a big girl. I ain't trying to sit there MMA with you. I ain't trying to mud rock with you. I ain't trying to sumo with you. Oh, I ain't trying to MMA men, with you. Like I said, most men, I, I'm from a contract with you. That's the rule. The man asks you to move. If you got a bomb on his back, you move. But, you know, that's what, that's what we roll with, bomb. If you move. Okay? Now, you talk to Okay, Keith, that was three minutes. Um, Now, um... <clears throat> I feel like we were getting close to a crime there. Like maybe you were gonna um <laughs> some big some big black lady did not move, and it was gonna end with like and so I I fucking beat her up and then I like blew a car up and uh, kicked that shit off of the damn gas tank and I was like no next day we know her baby went up in the air yeah. yeah. So I'm just, I'm stopping before we get to the crime parts. <laughs> we don't want these, the police coming to get these you. These long sorry. ass voicemails, man. Um, all right. That was the last voicemail for the week. Um, cause, uh, for some reason, uh, fucking Skype is failing me and not yes. showing voicemails from last night. Oh. So if you guys left a voicemail last night, uh, we'll see if we can play it on the show next, next week. week. Yeah. But, uh, it's not showing have... anything past the 23rd. And I definitely got emails that some people call the show and left voicemails. Um, overnight <clears throat> yeah overnight so i don't know i got some i don't know i don't know guys uh anyway let's uh go ahead and um uh open up the phone lines of course you can call the show 704-557-0186 that's 704-557-0186 and you can uh do that for the remainder of the show um what do you want to do next karen uh let's do the page all right so we're gonna check out the page of course you go to the blackouttips.com you basically leave comments on everything we have polls after each episode we have uh you know um just regular comments you can leave on a, every blog post on the on the page um and we appreciate the people that do that so um let's with no further ado let's get into some of those um episode uh 310 the one dick rule and uh, I believe the picture for this episode was Ray J being hugged by Kim Kardashian. And uh, we talked a lot about how, you know, dudes don't want to date women that uh, have somehow we got back to the discussion about how uh, it seems kind of like white people don't have as much of an issue with guys that uh, with women that have dated someone that they know, not necessarily a best friend or, you know, whatever, but just an acquaintance or something. There's mm-hmm. no problem. But black people tend to freeze up um <clears throat> when it comes to that we're like nope that's not acceptable so we had a long discussion about that and we talked about the uh one dick rule and all this stuff but uh the poll was a very easy poll did you like the new two cameras set up um because now camera if you're watching the vocal shows either the replay or live you see now karen has her own camera on her own Woo-hoo, laptop now i even got stuff. my own desk <laughs> Yeah, I had to put that together last night, and uh, Karen helped me out, and it was good. Uh, So, yes, 56% of people like the two-camera setup, Karen. Cool. Nope, 3% don't like the new two-camera setup. Uh Uh-oh, they like driving Miss Karen? (laughs) 
Yeah, they like driving Miss Karen. And uh, 41% of people never watched us on vocals, so they don't care. But they still went to the website and voted in the poll. Um, Eddie Longwright said, a little to the left, Rod. That's it. <laughs> Perfect. I got you right in the ain't. Who yeah. gives a damn about Karen? You need your, you should have been got your own camera angle. Yeah. Um, keep talking. Yes, because uh, you know how Eddie Long get down, yeah, son. Yeah, Eddie don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Aslan wrote in. He, he wouldn't care if I left the show. Yeah, he's like, why can't we just have Justin Will and Rod on all the time? Yeah, we, we, don't, we don't need that woman on the show. <laughs> yeah, why, why can't we just be the black guys with tips? <laughs> um, <laughs> Aslan writes in, smart move, Rod. Put Karen beside you because you know she is trying to kill you, right? That knife in your back would not look good on vocal. I listened to Saturday, and it's oh true. You won't ride dead. That's right. <laughs> I do not. That's right. Y'all heard it. If something happened to me, pay attention, people. I do not. Yo, you're on with the Blackout Tips. Uh, what's up? Yo, I had to call in, man. Oh, it's Fucking my man, chill. Brandon. Uh, what's up, Brandon? Uh, what's up, dog? What you got to say? What the hell, man? <laughs> nah, she uh she'll be going off so. yeah, i mean she like you uh, she likes you a lot i told y'all she listen man she she a fan of y'all show um, i've always been a fan of chill man always but like i said like i told i told swan and them on the show i was like look if chill didn't like us chill would tell us to suck all the dicks <laughs> all the lands of yeah. all the world's dimensions. <laughs> yes, she would. Um, she at, like at you. the same time. I just feel bad that we don't have a sport movie review podcast anymore because Chill said that <laughs> all you need to say about movie is it's good and was they kicking ass and titties. So that's it. Uh, maybe I think we, we just need to mention titties more. Like even if there's not titties in the film, <laughs> we need to specifically point out titties to keep people interested who don't care what we thought about the movie. They just want to know what we thought about the titties. Yeah, uh, so, that's true. She also doesn't like comic books and cartoons and stuff. I need to be sucking Karen's ass all the time <laughs> instead of instead of watching a cartoon. So anytime I turn on the cartoon, it's like, oh, I should be licking some ass. I gotta go. Yeah, and I also, uh, me, me and my dick been friends for like twenty seven years now. Uh, and I, and I agree, chill. All fourteen of your dicks probably are bigger than my one dick. Yeah. I'm, I'm just keeping it real. I'm not I know chill probably goes all out when she walks to the store, like. This is the dick that'll break a bitch. And that's the one that's <laughs> Yeah, I'm not trying to shatter uh, anybody's, uh, you know, uh, reality with my dick. And so whatever <laughs> Chill is into, you know, hey, buy one, get one free. You know, 50% off at uh, Adam and Eve. So do do your thing, Chill. But um, I think we're going to keep talking about video games and nerd shit and not necessarily sucking ass anytime. <laughs> That comes up. Well, not to hurt anybody's feelings, but I'm playing Max Payne 3 right now. So, oh, you know. oh, instead of sucking oh, on your girl's asshole? Are you crazy? Hey, man, how do you even suck an asshole? <laughs> no, she said swallow the asshole, dog. Yeah, she <laughs> said <laughs> sucking and swallowing. I, I mean, hey, you know, I, uh, do, do what you want to do, people. Stuff. Do what you want to do, people. Uh, it's not, it may not be for me, <laughs> but um, I'm going to play my video game over that. Uh, pretty much every time. I play video games too. <laughs> yeah, so you know, but hey, you I make mean, the you, choice. You you're a connoisseur of of girls with big asses. You yeah, know, Karen, you married her. Yeah, you appreciate the ass. I'm also a I appreciate of yeah. girls with big asses. My girl has a big ass, right. and I don't I don't think I would be able to swallow that. Like right, that. she <laughs> kills too much. She's she trying to kill me. I'm I'm not trying to suffocate to death. Uh, at, <laughs> at at this age, you know. Maybe that's what Karen was talking about. My, 
I want to do that to my dentist, dog. I don't want to walk up there and get my teeth clean. He'd be like, well, we finding stuff back here that we don't usually find, but, you know... <laughs> I've been what swallowing happened? assholes lately. Yeah. What you been doing, sir? Hey, Doc, I got a question. Can you, can you catch anything from swallowing assholes? Is that a, is that a thing? Because um, I've been feeling a little sick lately, and uh, I don't know if I need to get up in there with that, you know, with the gravy oh, or, you or the pineapple to, juice. Oh, you have to floss really, really good after that event. Uh, well, I tried some cilantro in the South Beach, guys. <laughs> <laughs> working. But then I ran across this book in Barnes and Nobles about swallowing assholes and lose 10 pounds. <laughs> you, shit, you swallow assholes, you eat a strip of bacon, and then you drink eight ounces of grapefruit juice. So I've been trying that for the last month. How's it working out for me? Yeah, dog. No, I, I don't know, man. But you know, hey, thank God for chill. Glad she called the show, even though she couldn't be here live and stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. She, she's concerned about Miss Music Lover now. Yeah, I'm glad she. Everybody was. It'll, it'll be good to know that uh, she'll have some good. I think she probably must be behind on Westbrook Forty Acres, so she'll have something to look forward to next time she listens. Yep, yep. All right, man. I'm gonna let y'all go ahead. I'm getting back to shooting people. All right, man. Uh, well, don't forget to lick on them, suck on the swallow them assholes. Don't forget. I'm trying to widen my mouth open right now. She's yeah. coming over later. All right, man. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. That's Brandon from Where's My Forty Acres. Make sure you guys are checking out that podcast. Uh, it's literally the worst uh, hip-hop podcast on iTunes. Yep, um, that's what I've been told. So Anthony writes in, uh, Animal Thug, Hey, Rod, what happened to the Eddie Long voice? It really makes those comments funny. Well, I brought it back today, man. Sorry, I was slipping for one day. Yes, yes. And he was like, get back on this shit, nigga. Yeah, Bishop, you know, Bishop Eddie Long had to take a break, you know, when he go out there, you know, he be touching them little boys <laughs> and stuff like that, you know. Every <laughs> now and then, he got to get back to Rod, you know, he got to let Rod know he still got love for him. Episode 311, Eclectic Material Dog, uh, was uh, a podcast where we had the Coastal, the podcast crew on, and uh, we talked about all kinds of cartoons and stuff, apparently making Chill very upset and yes. telling us we all need to be licking ass um, instead of playing <laughs> video games. Because you know how those two things go together. Um, um, so, yeah, uh, we had a poll because there was an article we read where a guy stole, quote, unquote, uh, some money from the bank because he wrote, he, he wanted $300 in cash and the lady gave him $3,000. Mm-hmm. So then he lied and said he got he got robbed and put in a police report. And uh, they was like, nah, dog, we don't believe you. And uh, they're going to press charges against them. Mm-hmm. So I asked everybody on the poll, if the, bank tailor made, if the bank teller made a mistake in your favor, would you return it or keep it? Very simple poll, okay? Mm-hmm. 45% of people said they would return it. I would, too, because... Only because you had a bank, everything is fucking recorded, everything's on camera, like, they watch them like a hawk, and they count their drawers at the end of the day, and believe you me, they will go back, play all that video, and come and get your ass. And 55% of people said keep it. And the thing about it is that if you do a deposit, they got your information, that's the thing, it's not like they can't fucking find you. You you, you had to give them your your information, they had to look up your, your account number. Your so, camera? Yeah, so it's like, they gonna cut, but like this, they might not get your ass this week or next week, but after they done went through a million hours of film, they're coming to get you. Okay, so let's see what the comments were, because this had a lot of comments for surprisingly, you know, for a poll that I really thought was inconsequential. You know, it's funny how we can make a poll about abortion. That shit will get 50 votes and no comments. <laughs> but you say, you put something like, would y'all steal from the bank? Nigga, let me tell you. 
Last time I robbed a bank. Corbin says, nigga, I voted keep it, which, which would have, should have been, um, he voted to keep it. But that should have been spin that shit as fast as humanly possible. Even though I know it's wrong and they will try to act like I owe them once they figure out they fucked up, which ain't right. Oh, you do owe them. Okay, go that. to jail. Yeah, that's my thing. Jail time, I, I, I ain't trying to hear that. Mm-mm. People ain't shit, man. I feel like all 55% of these people would take that $700 for that little young Latin boy. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I would bring that shit back to the bank so quick because I would be scared they would come and get my ass. So the Slim 651 says, give that ish back. Black people in America aren't supposed to get ish accidentally. Three years ago, I got a great discrepancy in my statements. Uh, me being influenced by ratchet artists in the rap game had to go to the club VIP in it. Four days later, I had five missed calls from the bank. Two weeks later, a letter from a lawyer. So yeah, don't go done with money with the banks, uh, TBGWT Nation. Um, because they were never supposed to give niggas money. <laughs> oh, thank. LDP says, they track that shit. So give it back and save yourself trouble later on. Mm-hmm. Not worth jail time. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, classic says, if it weren't for, if it, if, if it were any other private sector business, they compensate the guy for the inconvenience. I'd return it. But with the caveat that this could have been entrapment of some kind and I should seek some compensation for looking out for the bank. Technically, if he returned it, if, uh, he'd be keeping track of their money, basically doing the job the teller failed to do. And don't offer me no fucking toast either. Yeah, you know it's funny when I watched the video. Like the guy's obviously seeing she's counting way more than three hundred dollars. Should have stopped her. And you can just see the look in his face. He could not get out of that fast enough. He's like, okay, oh my god, just happening. I was happening. like, hey, 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 you might want to look at that, baby. Then I get you three hundred. Right. She like he clearly at some point he made that click in his mind. Like, oh my god, this is happening. I'm going to take this money. Yeah, I had that happen to me one time at Attila. She gave me like $20 too much. And, and I said, hey, you gave me too much money. She was like, no, no. I was like, uh, yeah, baby, I think you did. And I took her home and I recounted and she did. And I actually went back to the store and mm-hmm. gave it back. And the teller and uh, the manager was like, I was like, yeah, um, the teller gave me. And we both said at the same time, $20 too much. I said, yeah. I said, because I ain't trying to have nobody lose their job over an era like that. Right. That's another thing. People don't even think about that aspect of it. Like, they just think of everyone as the bank. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, it's different people at the bank. And there's a person that's a teller that's not making no fucking, Mm-mm. they're not a CEO. Nope. Like, you're not, you're not hurting the guy who, uh, d- like, d- bank or uh, 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 thrifted a hedge fund. You're hurting like Lucille, the fucking teller who's been there for 40 years and is about to get reprimanded or fired because she accidentally read an extra zero. And yes, shit. and you make errors at your job. And, and if your job involved money, you fucked up like that. You would hope people would do the right thing for you. DB Trill says, man, I would have kept that ish and did exactly what he did and filed a report saying I got robbed. But wouldn't it have been funny if he tried to deposit it back into the bank? Ha 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 ha. That'd have been epic. Yeah. Well, he did. You. Well, he's still gonna get, go. Have to go to court and shit. Like I think he got arrested and everything. Mm-hmm. Isaiah says, "Keep the money." Hell no. I'd return that money back to the white man shucking and jiving with the softest shoes, like the Uncle Tom. I should be. <laughs> you don't fuck with the white man's money and they women's. 
now i gotta go back to the field before master knows i'm gone oh lord how did you get a computer sir that must be slave key must be telling people about the podcast i know right some of his friends the barber man says the people who said return it are lying because if they were that honest they would not have left the counter with the money. If you leave the bank, you don't go back and apologize for their incompetence. You can only hope the teller is the only one they pursue. Oh, no, they're going to get the teller. The teller got reprimanded, and they're coming after your ass, too, for her error. Yeah, and it said the people who said returning are lying. Well, here's the thing. He was in the bank. By returning, I, I mean I mean at any point. Like, even if you just stopped her and said, no, this is 3000 I said 300 without leaving the bank. Like, I don't, I'm not saying well, yeah, leave I, I think the back. error is once you left them doors, they was like, hey, you stealing. Yeah. Um, DH says, everyone is right. Everyone who said give the money back, you are bright, intelligent people who understand you don't fuck with the white man's cheese or his motherfucking money. They can and will put your ass in prison. Yes, they will. DB, you are also right. Keep the money, make up a story, give some some to Kevin Hart. Do it up big, playboy. While you at it, slap the manager on your way out. Jump <laughs> off, jump up on the counter, shout, I'm rich, bitch. You are the man, do your thing. You are so smart. How can I be down? Oh Lord! DH with that sarcasm. <laughs> he hit that nigga Why, with, how can you be down while we all take our asses to jail? He, he hit that nigga with that sarcasm though. <laughs> that's oh, oh. why are you on camera? Come on, that's my favorite way to respond to anything. I'm like, yeah, you know what? That is a good idea. Matter of fact, let's take that to the extreme. Uh, eclectic, who was on the podcast, uh, eclectic material dog. He uh, also wrote in. Oh, hold on, we got a call coming in. Yo, Yo. you're on with the Black Guy Tells. What's going on, man? What's going on, Rod? You all right? Oh, I'm good, Brent. That's good. How are you doing, Miss Karen? I'm doing good, babes. That's 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 good. That's good. That's good. It's funny y'all don't want kids, but Miss Karen speaks in such a motherly tone. <laughs> well, I speak to all the yeah. children like that. I bet she cooked some of the best pecan pie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all from the south, so you know. I know, yes, right? We are. Um, I would I would have said this. Um, by the way, I am not advocating stealing at all. Right. This is not advocation of stealing. But if he wanted to keep the money, he could have said he didn't know it was $3,000 until he walked out the bank. He said he just cashed the check. He thought it was $3,000. And what he could have done was he could have put the money in a place where you couldn't trace it. Mm. Y'all know I'm going with this, right? Where? If you listen to the Evening Jones or the Morning Jones, you know I'm going with this. How can you hide $3,000 without putting it in the bank or having it in cash? Uh, I'm not saying your mattress. That was that was the. No 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 no. Gift cards. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is untraceable. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't have been able to find the money for sure. They like this man got like I don't know where the money is. He's got twelve uh, gift cards to Foot Locker though. I don't know what happened What's to going that. What's on here? Twenty-seven dollars. All you can do is just get five hundred dollar gift cards, three hundred dollar gift cards. Yeah. Hey, that's true, man. That's true, man. I've been, uh, I've been involved in that. Dollar card to Walmart. Five hundred dollars. <laughs> if you get those, if you get about what? Let me see. You divide that by five. With about six gift cards, five hundred dollars a piece. Yeah. He'd be good. Hey, he'd be good. Yeah, but I think still, the problem, the, the problem with him is he almost overthought it. Because he mm-hmm. he filed that police report and the police was like, "Come on, so, dog, come on, son." Yeah, he could have said he only got three hundred dollars. Right. If he had accepted that, that he said, "I only got three hundred dollars," and just kept the money and just put it somewhere, he you know put it somewhere where they couldn't get to it, 
he would have been all right. But I still say that's wrong. So that's yeah. that's wrong. But but it's still a white a right way to do wrong. Is what I've heard. <laughs> right. That's even the right way to do wrong. I saw. Um, you know what's funny, man? If you watch the video, though, it's no way in hell he didn't know. Like you can see the look on his face change. His face light up. Like it's kind of like when when you see a dude that's hollering at a chick that he knows above his pay grade, and she actually is like writing her digits down. Like if you ever seen that dude's face where it's like. I can't believe this is happening, but play it cool. Play it cool. Don't fuck it up. You know, don't say anything <laughs> stupid. Don't do anything stupid. Like his, he froze. Like his, his demeanor was all like relaxed at first. He saw her counting that money. That nigga tightened up, put his arm on the counter. Like, oh, this is happening. <laughs> it's like a. It <laughs> I'm ha- about to do it. You, if you ever seen Half Bake, it was like when Thurgood signed all that, uh, signed up for all that weed. And uh, he started getting it. He was laying on the counter. His legs went weak. <laughs> like that's how that shit looked like. Oh, it's happening. I can't believe this. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, you know, sometimes criminals just aren't that smart or something. It's just yeah. like, that thing's like, one of the saddest things to me is to watch First 48. It's, it's just sad to watch some of these dudes, because it's funny, they get on there and they get on there and the first thing they do is go to telling on each other. And they yes, go to the and, and, and the police say, let me help you. Let me help you get out of this situation. <laughs> yeah. The police are not your friends. They still going to charge you no matter what. That's right, sir. They <laughs> no are all you about that. On the, Yes, and they gonna lie the to you. Everybody, I, when and when they pull them on in the room, everybody said it. Everybody said it. You the shooter. Yeah, I like what I like about First Forty Eight. Uh, I actually love that program um, because it gives me renewed faith that criminals will be caught because they ain't shit, and I like that. I don't. I don't want criminals to be getting away. I like when they turn on each other like rats, and I can go, "Good, fuck them." <laughs> it's like. It's, it's almost like I feel sad because that's another young, he feels like two, usually minorities' lives have been wasted, mm-hmm. and they're usually young minority, young men who right. are minorities, but it also, I, if somebody, I just can't stop watching it because, number one, they can't lie. They're terrible. It's worth anything. I remember that one dude, I don't know if you saw this episode where, he he robbed this lady's house, and when they went to his mama's house, he had the TV sitting right there in his bedroom, and he had the gun sitting right there under his mattress. Did you see that episode? <laughs> no, I didn't see that one. <laughs> yes. Damn. And, and it was a funny TV. <laughs> and then they asked him, "Okay, so um, so um, hold on, well, yeah, I think they were in the southern state, so let me say it like this: So where were you at the time of you know basically the murder?" And he said, well, uh, I was at, um, I was up with this old girl. I was down the corner of this girl. They dropped me off before they went over there um, at this girl, Kiki house. They said, okay, so you have a, a address of Kiki. It was like, uh, no, nah, it, it was around the corner. So what's her last name? Uh, I ain't know her last name, man. Okay, so, um, what about the phone number? Oh, man, I, uh, I, don't, I don't remember her phone number. <laughs> Bruh. Oh. Bruh, really? Yeah, I, I, I like when I like when they break a nigga down, where they just let them think about it, and then they come back and reel them in, where they just be like, "Now look, Trayvon in there, he don't care about you, okay? He's in there yeah. telling us yeah. everything okay, that's going on, okay? Now he you said that you was to shoot him. Yeah, now this is your chance to get out of this. Now I know you want to be all hard and stuff, and uh, if that's what oh. you want to do, then that's fine. But uh, either way, someone's going down for this. Now I'm gonna let you think about it. Oh, 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 oh! And then they just get off though. Notice who gets off. The one that goes in there and says, "I need a lawyer." 
Yep. They said, what? we can't even charge them. A yep. lot of times they can't even charge a dude who get lawyers. I'm like, do y'all not know your, do you not know your constitutional rights? And, and they if don't. you want to dedicate yourself to a life of crime, know your rights when you get caught. See, I have a hard time rooting for them niggas because they, they did it. I don't root for them. Like, <laughs> like, like if it was, like if it was just like, uh, like if they had, if they had a show called randomly, if they had a show called Stop and Frisk. That I would root for every nigga on that show. Like, no, nope. I don't give a fuck if he got seven guns on him. Let him go. But when they like have first forty eight, it's it's always like dumb niggas too. It'd be like they found his uh, yearbook signed and dated at the crime, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and they went to his house and he he opened the door and said, "Yes, I definitely killed him." And uh, then they took him down to the station, and then them niggas turn on each other and admit everything, uh, or or even better, my favorite ones are when they bring in like the mama. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yes, when they bring like the mama, and the mama be like, oh, "Boy," they the and they start crying, the man. Oh, they start crying because they be hard as shit before they mama get there fuck you cops they be like fuck you cops i'm not telling you shit nigga i'll die i'd rather die go to i go to prison for life i don't give a fuck they mama <laughs> they, when their mama get in there yeah no some of them hispanic dudes on there just don't don't i hate to be racial about it, but them dudes don't be caring when they get off this bus yeah oh man because they, they from cuba right like, man we will serve we were in Castro's prison. This is like, like your prison ain't nothing. This prison this is, is a upgrade. Yeah, this prison is an upgrade. We got beds in this bitch. What you talking this is about? A hotel. Y'all niggas got <laughs> this hotel. Like like while while people on the outside be like, man, it's fucked up. They got cable in prison. Like them, them dudes be like, they got TVs. <laughs> we ain't got on the internet. Wait, y'all get a meal every day. Yeah, air conditioning. <laughs> what the fuck? What? And 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 Obama's what? trying to and Obama's trying to cut down on the it's rate indoors. Yes. Indoors? <laughs> yes, we ain't intense. What you talking about? Right. A pre- and President Obama just passed a zero tolerance initiative on prison rape. Like this dude, like them dudes are like, we got it made, dog. I'm about to come up yeah, in here and run it. Protect the booty holes. Protect the booty holes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so shit. Booty. Man, and before I leave. One more thing, yes. Just for Malcolm, I have one more thing. Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. today I have two more things. Okay. Um, um, Eight minute voicemails, we love you, dude. But you know, you got you got when you got a story like that, it's better to call in because yeah. it makes it interactive and yeah. it's more interesting that way. I mean, because I was interested in your story, but you know, it was so one sided. We couldn't ask you questions, and you know, a lot of times we can cut you off before you go way too deep in and you tell too much of your business. <laughs> and the po- popo coming to get you? Love, cause, yeah, you know, I'm trying you to protect you. Yeah, but, but I say that in all love. Now. Now, here's my one more thing. This was for Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Um, today, I had to play at a graduation service, and we forgot to mention this during this graduation season. One of the most my most favorite forms of ratchetness is graduation ratchetness. Mm, yes, is good. it is. It's, it's epic. Good, yes, and I went to a small high school in a rural county, and let me just say, some of the outfits to this graduation, I saw a dude walk up in there with a white beater, a black white beater, and some some of those black um, plaid shorts and some tennis shoes. Yes, to a graduation. Oh. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Was you know, he graduating? Beater, you know them little plaid, those little those shorts we be wearing with those plaid stripes. You know? Yeah. Yes, he had those on, 
and some black Nikes. And this dude was, was had to be at least 35. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Then you also have the, the chicks that dressing like we coming to see them, like they going to the club. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look like they, all they need to yeah. do is pull the poles out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, I was, I was there for job, so I didn't stay for the, for the graduation and the hollering. But, you know, for all the stereotypical things they say about, it's funny how they all say the graduation, we're going to keep this dignified, and we're going to ask that you remember those who may not have families at their graduation. And I do think people deserve the right to cheer at graduation. Yeah, me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. I think they deserve the right to go all crazy. But for for as much flack as, as we joke about African Americans during graduation, yeah, white people are far more ratchet at graduation. <laughs> <laughs> they bring horns. Yeah, I, I've I've had that before. Where, where, where they've had yeah, to actually ban that. Yeah. They've had to ban that at a lot of the high school graduations here because you know you in an enclosed arena. So when that thing goes off, it yeah. echoes hard around the yeah. whole building. Yeah. Yes. You know my favorite moment at all graduations are, um, and it's it's always happens at least once a graduation, but it's that black family that cheers for that person that nobody entire, nobody right? thought was gonna graduate. Nobody. Like that's the beauty of going to an HBCU graduation. Yeah, he got so. by the hair, his chinny chin chin. Like every, like it's like you never know. Like I can literally go to a graduation and not know anyone there, but I I guarantee you. I will know that one person by the time I leave that was not supposed to graduate. Where everybody was thank like, "Thank God, yes, they know, thank God, they're calling their nickname because, <laughs> yeah. like they, like they be like, uh, they be like, and now, oh, <laughs> they, yeah, oh, like they, they don't even get to, they don't even get to say their name. <laughs> they be like Roderick Jenkins. Roger, baby Jenkins, yeah. come on down. <laughs> yeah, you hear that? And you hear, we got all, your diploma. Hey, anytime, <laughs> anytime you hear nothing but uh, praises to Jesus and God. Thank you, Jesus. He that, made person, it. that person was not supposed Praise to graduate. God. <laughs> that's, that's the best. <laughs> That is so, so If the true. Lord wouldn't his oh, side, Lord, he would have never made it. The greatest, that is the greatest man. Uh-huh. Especially, man, graduation ratchetness is just, it's the best. Yes, <laughs> all colors. It's all underrated. Colors, it's all under- color people. It's, uh, it's definitely underrated, Yes, y'all. it is. It is yes, epic. Yes, yes, And it happens all through the graduation. You just go straight through. <laughs> I love when they go straight through it. That's, why I, that's part of the reason I love being at HBCU, man. Yeah. Just to hear. Oh, yeah. And let's not forget. I'm not. I'm not being. I'm not talking about any specific organization. Yeah. For some of y'all organizational calls, y'all know y'all be going way uh, too long. <laughs> y'all still doing y'all calls. Uh, <laughs> it's like the next. It's like the next person in line they ain't got nothing to do with that shit. It's like y'all really. Y'all really gonna ski weed through yeah. my shit. Y'all gonna ski uh, weed. It's like a dude yeah, and you shit. Better be Greek. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't Greek. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have a problem at graduation, dog. Yeah, dog. <laughs> yeah, um, man. Don't go behind nobody Greek. Especially and especially because they go hard for each other. The people that wear the blue, they, they, they echo extra hard for their people because they, cause they respond to each other. Mm-hmm. So like it, it take them ten minutes just to get through what they call. Yeah. Everybody that graduated <laughs> after that just they can't use that footage. Like I would no. show you my graduation footage, but it's, no. but I ain't no damn I ain't no alpha. So what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> no, we had to delete yeah. that. 
Oh shit. All right, well, all right, Brent, man. Appreciate you calling in. Thank dude. you, sweetie. Okay, man. Y'all take care. I, right. I love you. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all weekend off. Oh, love you, you too, man. On the show, man. Oh, great. it was beautiful, man. Yes, Thank you. Yes, sir. All right, peace. Yeah, man. Hopefully, y'all have Mike and Ball one day. Oh, I hope oh, so. That, yeah, that's the goal. Hopefully, to get Corey and Sasha on too one yeah, day. Keep your fingers crossed. Well, all right, dude. All all right, peace. peace. Um, all right, man. So Eclectic, who was on the show, wrote in and left a comment. He said, um, good host, good laughs, good time. Appreciate the, the invite to on the show. Fun times was had by all. Cartoon discussion, back in the day, guess the race, uh, suicide, roast beef fingers, and some K. Parker talk. Some of everything went down in this episode. Got to get you guys up on the uh, Eclectic Discussion Podcast soon. Appreciation, E. So thank you. Yes, I think that's the first time you. we ever had a guest write a comment to a show they were on and thank us. Thank you, sweetie. Pop son, or aka possum. Or oh, pop pop as they like to call him. Uh hell no, I would not keep it. Talking about that money. Mm-hmm. In this day and age with cameras constantly watching our every move, you better believe a full investigation would be brought about trying to retrieve the now, money. I then now, now Pop Son, that's the most rational thing I've ever heard you type. <laughs> I agree, sir. I agree. <laughs> oh, it says maybe in the early 80s I would keep it, but today, no, nah, nigga. Timonia says, what up, Rod and Karen? While well, on the way to work, listening to you guys compare the old cartoons versus the new cartoons, I couldn't help but nod my head up and down like I was in, at an outcast concert. I, re- I remember back in my in college, my friend Jay and I thought I, it would be a good idea to rent old school He-Man cartoons and reminisce in our childhood. Man, talk about a player had to question his childhood taste and intellect. After we finished watching the episode, seriously, I, I watched some old cartoons and go, "Am I? Is something wrong with me? No, was something was I retarded no, at that age? No, the imagination of a child. I think people underestimate children will fill in blanks that ain't there, like right. you know, because that's just what." kids do oh we got another call coming in yo you're, you're on with the, the blackout black tips yeah this is sharif what's going on now what what's up sharif up, dog? from philly dog how you been i'm good man i'm good man i'm doing well i tried so i tried to listen to the uh episode that you did with uh mike hitman yes oh, did you ever say did you get through did it? you get through <laughs> i don't know if you've ever heard um first of all let me ask a couple questions were you a listener of the morning jones when it was on I did listen once in a while. Okay. I, I wasn't like a daily listener to it. Okay, all right, cool. And have you? Did you ever hear the show where Mike Hitman was on our show before? I did not. Okay, all right, cool. Uh, well, I'm interested because I wanted to hear what people thought that had never really been into those two things. Yeah. So, what, yeah, you tried to get through what happened, man. Man, I was lost as shit, man. <laughs> but but um, it, it was it was definitely entertaining, but I felt like I was only getting like half of it. Like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Yes, and that, that's what um, me and Roderick said. And, 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 and the thing is that if you were a fan of the Morning Jones, the Evening Jones, and Mike in Chicago, you were like at at the amusement park. I, like, I can't explain it. It was like a field day. But if you were not into it or you didn't know a lot of the background, I know a lot of people scratched their heads. Even though it was still funny, it was like you didn't get some of the depths of the jokes and the interactions. Yeah. A lot uh, of inside jokes yes, on the show. And, and, and a lot of the camaraderie of people calling in and, and their uh, partnership. And like Roger said, a lot of that comes from both. So we just want to tell both thank you just for bringing that community together. And as I said before, you can always go back and listen to The Morning Jones on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and and, and right now, I still think it's a great thing that y'all did, though, because, you know, I do think it's good to shout out to people that are connected. I'm sure there's a lot of overlap between 
the um, communities in there. I might just be an outlier that I'm the one that you know that didn't listen to all that stuff. Um, so like, so like, it's not like I don't think that like y'all shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Um, and I and and like I still appreciate it on on some level because Mike is just I mean I, oh, I just, yes I, he 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 I, is I, I epic. A lot of the stories, man, and y'all just got a piece of a lot of the stories that he has shared with us over the time. Yeah, I, 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 put, I picture it. Like, I picture it like if I did, um, if I had Elon and um, and like Fanon and Tatiana and Aaron on, and then we just kind of did a show just talking about random nerd That's, shit the yeah. whole time. I'm pretty sure most people would be like, "The fuck was this episode about?" about? I was but, so confused. But people that listen to We Nerd Hard would be like, oh, okay, so Aaron hates Chris Evans' face. So that's what Rod was saying when he made that reference. And, you know, I, I'm sure there's some inside the ballpark, uh, a lot of inside the ballpark with the Morning Jones um, stuff that we did. But, uh, man, I just, I don't know, man. I was yeah, like a kid so, in a candy shop because yes. I all I, I just got to hear a bunch of Mike interacting with people. And all I had to do was sit back and smile and just yes. let him do all My the work. My face hurt. My oh, face man. Hurt so I laughed much. so hard that night. Yes. Uh, anything else you wanted to add, man? Um, I wanted to see what, what y'all thoughts was about um, the Celtics and Sixers tonight. Oh yeah, I think the Celtics got this. Me and, too. Um, I won't be. I wouldn't be surprised if the Celtics won this and, and it was very close. And I wouldn't be surprised if they won this and it was like by four. Because they like I, I was telling my uh, Justin uh, at the at the YMCA this morning. They are the old dudes at the Y at this point. And they just had this thing where it's like, we know we're going to lose certain games, and those games we're not even going to try. Like, we're just like, uh, yeah, let's, we're not going to win in Phillies. That, let, let's uh, take some win out of themselves and take this back to Boston. Um, but I, I think they'll, they'll play really well. They'll execute very well, and they'll play smarter than Philly and win. And uh, I'm going to stop believing in them the first time that they try to turn it on and it doesn't work. Um, but until then, I'm not, until then, they got me, man. If, me too. I mean, this might be the year. Now, I'm not a genius, you know, this might be the year, and tonight they might get beat by 20, and I'll go, huh, I guess it's over for the Celtics. But yep. until that day, man, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna sit up here and be like, yeah, they, they probably gonna play hard and beat this young team tonight and, uh, go play the Heat. What do you think's gonna happen, man? I know you're, you're in Philly, so what, what's, what's yeah, up with you? Man. Well, um, I've, I've been picking Boston the whole series. Until game six, man. I really thought that, especially after seeing like LeBron and Wade kind of go crazy in the last game at Indiana, that Boston was just going to come out and just crush them in Philly. And the fact that they let that game go kind of really makes me think that Philly might have a chance. Now, I do agree with you that Boston are like the old dudes that obviously have more experience and are smarter, but I feel like Game Six might have just gave Philly enough motivation to actually win on the road. And then there's the whole thing about you know how they did it back in '82 or whatever. Right. You know, um, yeah, I don't count so that I, shit though. That's that happened before any some of these people was alive. Yeah. Like I don't, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that's hard because I saw I saw ESPN trying to hype it up by winning that you know, and uh, one of those losses was to the seventy uh, sixes back in nineteen eighty. Mm-hmm. I was like, stop. Lou Williams does not oh, know one? anything no, about that. You. Let's 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 calm down, people. Let's let's see what what do you think is gonna happen this year? Today. Not not when Doctor J was playing. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, well. I, I have to admit that that uh, being being a Knicks fan that hasn't 
won like a title in 30 years. I definitely be fight like Walt Clark Frazier still. <laughs> and it's like, I'm taking a bargain. Uh, so, uh, it's just something that we do because we haven't won in a while, man. Oh, no, nah, I know the feeling, dude. I, I definitely know that feeling, dog. I, none of my teams that I root for win anything. So <laughs> I, was like, I definitely understand living in the past, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, what about when LJ hit that shot, man? Like, nigga, that's so long ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I actually, actually, actually got a uh, text message from my brother a couple of days ago, like, yo, so, like, this is the 19th anniversary of the Starks of, of, uh, uh, of like, the dunk over Jordan. I was like, word. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I'm, I'm I supposed to care, sir? It's like I remember that. Nah, when you when you don't have a lot to hold on to, you remember that shit, Carrie. You like, yeah, hard. okay, okay. I my remember. Bad. Let's let's play those replays on ESPN tonight. This is all I got <laughs> while I cry. And yeah, and then and then me and my brother had like a 20 minute like discussion about that entire playoff. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how they get you caught and lost off a topic. That's, that's like all we got, man. That's all we got. <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting, dude. I'll definitely be watching tonight, man, because uh, I want to see that, man. And at this point, um, the Celtics are so old, man, that uh, literally they could just come out and quit or they could come out and uh, play really efficient and, you know, harness that old man strength and get a W. I, I have no idea what's going to happen tonight. Now, I'm just looking forward to watching it. Yeah, I think I think the uh, only thing that's guaranteed is that Rondo will probably have like 15 assists or some shit. Yeah, he's just going crazy. And I need I need Philly to not be to not play stupid because that's the only way that the game won't be fun to watch. Because if they play stupid, I think the Celtics will win by 40. Like I just need them to play yeah. smart. They're younger. They're faster. They're you know they they have a lot of stuff going for them. Just stay in the game, and you'll have a chance in the fourth quarter. And you might be able to catch Boston slipping. But if if they just come out with a bunch of damn turnovers and playing that hero ball and shit, they're gonna lose so fast, man. Yep, yep. Yeah, exactly. And and don't leave Ray Allen wide open. I don't understand why people still do that. They still leave that dude wide open. Yes. Like, Every time I see Ray Allen wide open, even when he misses, I was like, I'm like, how did that happen? Like, can we just break that play down again, please, in slow motion? Because, like, how, who was not looking? Even that play, um, in the Oklahoma City series where Steve Blake missed the shot, but he was wide open for three to, that they could have, like, won the game or something. It's like, wow. Just wow. Exactly. All right, well, I'll, I'll let y'all go so that y'all don't have too long of a show. Um, all right thanks Please, Sharif, thank man. you sharif make sure you guys check him out man um like i said operation cubicle. cubicle and he's been on the show before uh with uh his uh with uh his uh co-host uh neil i mean not neil um b cole mm-hmm. and uh, i think it was jp fairchild so um i think it's jp i hope i got our initials right um all right so timonia says uh after what after we finished watching the episodes of, of He-Man, Jay even called his mama to apologize for her for all the times he badgered her as a little kid about He-Man toys, accessories, etc. We couldn't figure out for the life of us why this simplistic and irrational cartoon was appealing to us. I mean, first off, how the hell did Prince Adam's parents not realize he was He-Man? And why was it every time Prince Adam got the power, he he went from a blonde-haired white man to a blonde-haired light-skinned brother? <laughs> When lightning hit that nigga's ass, his skin tone changed. Now that I think about it, that's probably why his parents didn't recognize him. We don't have a black child. 
motherfucker. And why the fuck did they bring Orko on any missions? That motherfucker couldn't do anything right. No. He may be like, Orko, make Skeletor's henchmen disappear. And then everybody that was fighting would turn blind. <laughs> yeah, Orko was such a fuck up. He was uh, the worst. He was like Snarf with powers. Yes. But you know who I blame? I blame my parents. The only reason why cartoons nowadays have stepped their game up is because grown people are into the shows as well. Kids these days take cues from their parents as to what is good to watch. Mm-hmm. Our parents didn't care about cartoons or anime, so networks would just put out whatever. As long as it was bright, colorful, flashy images with a little bit of sci-fi twist, children didn't complain. But anyway, great shows, you guys. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Timonius. Yeah, and also, I think for the first time ever, kids who grew up with these cartoons now actually make cartoons. So they was like, this is the shit I wish I would have had when I was younger. Yeah. So they make the stories more in-depth. They make they talk to the children like they're not stupid or dumb or ignorant because the children weren't back then, but because parents didn't give a shit, they was like, oh, you take anything that's colorful and bounces. You know, that's actually a really good point. I've never thought about that. Uh, yeah, that's probably exactly what it is. A lot of people who grew up with cartoons uh, are making what they you know the next evolution of those cartoons what they wanted to watch <clears throat> all right so the next uh the next episode we had was 312 return of the morning jones with dj mike hitman and all the callers from the morning jones mm-hmm. except for larry lake lank and stacy i think yep and maybe uh francis didn't call in but um we got we had our long little mini episode of the morning jones and it was fun uh it was a lot of fun so uh the poll was we read an article and we mentioned it today where uh President Obama wants to have an initiative to have a zero tolerance for prison rape. And uh, the question was, uh, will the president's new initiative reduce prison rape? Yes, 10%. No, 90% of people said no. So, President Obama is wasting his time and money. Uh, them buttholes is not going to be protected. I'm sorry to tell y'all. Um, DA says, um, I mean, Corbin says, how are they going to stop prison rape? Put a guard in every cell, put cameras in every nook and cranny of the prison. It's like the reality shows. Even with cameras, people just shrug and be like, I need butt. In this case, literally. So, yeah, no way in hell they stopping our prison rapes. Real question is, are they trying to make prison a place to be now? Three meals, a bed, and no ass rape sounds real appealing in Obama's economy. Maybe they're trying to trick white people into going in there. DH says... DA says, I'm the only one who will tell the truth. I, it will reduce prison rape by one. Once that fool gets his teeth knocked in for snitching, business as usual. <laughs> oh. oh, All right. That's all the comments on the page. Um, let's go do the emails, and then we can pretty much wrap up the show. Cool. Um, all right. To email the show, you just go to the black uh, – well, you just email the blackouttips at gmail.com. And uh, it's really easy. Uh, we read all the emails. We get that, you know, our legit emails – uh, some people have been sending us articles for, like, Guess the Race and stuff. We look at those, too, but we don't uh, read those emails on the show normally. Um, <clears throat> so, one dick rule, feel free to call me by my email name, says, uh, well, what does he mean by email? I'm just going to say Aaron H, because I don't know, because his email says, like, Piccolo Tight to Deaf. Uh, so, I'm just going to go with Aaron H. Because I'm a grown man. What up, Mr. Rod, Mrs. Karen? <laughs> Let me get the typical out the way. Long time listener, first time, quote unquote, caller. Love the show. I admire what y'all do and have thought about starting my own podcast because of y'all blacking it up and where's my 40 acres inspire me. Thank you. I need to get around to an iTunes review, but you know how lazy we niggas can be. Real talk, though. I appreciate the hours of entertainment y'all are giving me. I'll be sure to donate when I have money to. Anyway, I was listening to the feedback show and wanted to comment on old boy that called in about fucking your friend's ex thing. Now, he touched on it a bit uh, with comparing yourself to your friend. 
friend but what about something y'all haven't touched on the way i see it i'm an adult i give a fuck who you been with before me friends included you're with me now and that's all that matters but what if you know about some freaky shit she did with the ex or a friend that she won't do with you should you feel a little inadequate or do you think that maybe she likes you or respects you more so she doesn't want to battle belittle herself by doing that stuff just curious on your thoughts okay let's start right stop right there um what i think um for that is sex is different with each person kind of yes it is and also it's about you where you're at in life Mm -hmm. so there might be certain shit that um you might think is cool or you try out with someone and then you kind of mature past that or you change and you go i'm i don't want to do that anymore yep so you know there might be a certain you know she might want to let certain dudes call her uh call her names in bed or something back in the day but then she's like hey i'm I'm past that i'm beyond that um and sex is kind of like anything else you know uh you're growing mature right there's people that might say the n-word in conversation at 16 17 they they turn 30 and they're like i'm not saying nigga anymore now it's not me nigga i'm gonna say nigga all my life but (laughs) you know it happens though you know it could it, it could be so it doesn't necessarily mean that it's anything to even do with you um also, you know, people might not want the same sexual experience all the time. I know it's so. That shit get boring. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like uh, every time you hop in bed, it's going to be the same type of way. You have to yeah. fill it out and stuff like that, and, too. And, and, and the same uh, routine, you know, you, you especially if you're having the same partner all the time. You have to do things to uh, shift it around and make the change. I'm so sorry. And uh, make the change and stuff like that because in the long run, it will make a difference. Yeah. I'm going to have to take Karen's uh, computer away. She stopped talking to the mic now that she got her own laptop. No, I'm, I'm going to have to find a way to petition this mic better. My bad. Okay. Uh, or you can just stop reading when you, uh, you know, doing the talking. And then go back to reading right after. It's easy. That's what I do. Um. All right, man. So you trying, uh, trying to call me out and say I'm not a professional? No, nah, I'm just saying. I'm just. Unless everybody want to hear you talk like this, then uh, we gotta step it up a little bit. Uh. Okay. No, not a problem, all sir. Right. Not a problem. <laughs> I, 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 I will get my game up. Yes. So, uh, but yeah, I do think that's what a lot of it is. Is like, um, it could be that, and I mean, you know, frankly, it could just be, uh. I don't do this any because you there's certain shit you try and then it's like I'm not I'm done with that it's like so she might have tried anal sex with some dude and then was like yeah I'm never doing that shit again it sucked yep you know what I mean it might not have been the greatest thing ever you know so who knows um but and then also like a maturity thing like maybe um somebody's into threesomes or something when they were younger and then it's like they grow up they change their ideas about monogamy and what that means and what uh yeah and people what, are like people don't evolve yes like, people evolve and they change and shit you thought was cool when you were 16 you do not think that shit is cool at 33 yeah even in a marriage shit changes so you just have to constantly be in tune with people and you never know um what what causes those changes only by communicating and being honest can you even find out why you know because i think for me the idea of um the idea of someone saying less um i don't want to do something sexually with you is not the problem um to me at all it it will be why you know what yeah. i mean and if the why was problematic then i might want to talk to him but if the why is something as simple as like yeah um i don't like doing that shit i'll be like oh okay cool i don't give a fuck what you did with that other person that's not our sex life yeah and i think sometimes <laughs> too when it comes to it people just want to disregard people's past yeah and and you mean disregard what yeah, do you mean i mean disre- like 
like you were saying, they may have had, like you said, they may have had a bad experience. You know, they may have been raped. Like, like you can't just automatically assume that it's you. It might be something right, with right. them and their past that might make them cringe on certain things. And you can work past that with right. the person, but you have to got to be willing to work. Plus, there's a certain amount of trust you have to get to in a relationship to do certain things. Yes, I think. sir. Like, I, like I always, I always find it funny when people are like single people are tweeting about sex and stuff um on, on my social media i never really comment on it but it's always funny because they make every sexual interaction sound like it's gonna be this intimate like sexual inter- interaction it's yeah, like, like i fuck every girl in the ass word first date for real yeah that, that's it's what like, you do yeah it's like you know how fucking awkward sex can be between two people the first few times like if you if everything goes right, it can be beautiful. But the odds of it everything going right, right the yes, first right. time you're Even with somebody, if you've been fucking somebody for years, <clears throat> shit still don't go right all the time. Right. So it's it's one of those like, is I guess in our minds it becomes this dream scenario and a fantasy, and we kind of hype it up. But yeah, it's girl, just funny because yes, it'd be like, girl, I'm gonna stroke her hair, I'm gonna touch her breast. Yeah, I, girl, I'll fuck you for 17 hours straight. That I don't was, want it for 17 hours, nigga. Right, but you know what I mean. Like it just everyone's hype. You know, I don't mind when a man calls me bitch. I'm like, really on the first date? <laughs> like I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I got a feeling that we're skipping past some trust steps, and it's yes, like we are. I have to really like you. I have to believe that you don't really think I'm this uh, what you're calling me. That's I have to believe right. all this other shit before you just jump into bed and be like, "Yeah, you hoe, you stink ass bitch. You like that shit, hoe?" It's like, uh, sir. It don't, it, it don't work happened? like that. That's right. <laughs> what happened? And, and people aren't really, really truthful when it comes to that shit. Right? You weren't talking to me like this at Applebee's, nigga. It was like. This is not, you didn't pay that much for this date. Anyway. No, you didn't. It's, uh, he also goes on to say, by the way, did I have a dream last night that Rod and I were roommates going to school at NSA? Yes, that NSA. Was that National Security Agency? I don't know. He and Karen were dating, of course, but all three of us did was play video games on old systems like SNES, Genesis, and NES. Drinking, never drinking four loco before bed Uh-oh. again. Sorry for the long email. All right, Aaron. That's oh, hilarious. Good, babe. <laughs> we was we was roommates playing video games all the time, and uh, <laughs> and I was like, "But I know she's fucked another person in her life." I yeah, I hope so. And she won't let me go anal. Um. All right. Uh, Professor LCH wrote in. Hi, Rod and Karen on episode three ten. Um, I wasn't going to comment on this portion of, portion of the episode initially, but your name and photo for it, which is perfection, by the way. And she's talking about the uh, One Dick Rule episode and the uh, pic- picture of Car- Kim Kardashian uh, hugging Ray J. Mm-hmm. Uh, has forced me to offer what I intended to keep to myself. Uh-oh. Uh, about to get into the secret world of Professor LCH. Let's hear it. So, okay, here goes. Higher power man. And by higher power, I mean, I only mean the famous who are revered in our culture's pop- popular media or are, in fact, rich and influential. So, okay, here we go, guys. Talk about, because I know dude's going to read this and be like, this shit don't apply to me. She's talking about people with money, men, higher power. They operate, they not only don't they operate via the one penis rule, it seems that they enjoy acquiring women that uh, other higher power men have had. I think the issue isn't about love, trust, or, trust, or anything relationship based with the woman. I think the issue is competitiveness, territorialism, and being in the club, i.e. the men who do big things club. I agree with that. 
um because a lot of times uh like people go i don't see how kim kardashian is with kanye or i don't see how amber rose is this or i don't see how such and such is with this person why don't they just and it's like uh at some point you got to think that um these people that collect materialistic things are looking at women like material and trying to collect them too and certain women have risen above the 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 status of others from the past of who they dealt with that that, that's the truth so it's like oh this chick used to date uh you know um i don't know david beckham well i i need to fuck this chick too because that's what ballers do the same reason that uh you know i gotta get the same kind of yacht that jay-z has i gotta have the same kind of car that uh you know so-and-so drives so yeah i believe that uh, it seems that women of these, the women of these men get passed around. It is not uncommon to see one of these guys exes with another guy on slash slash on slash at his level when it comes to prestige, position, power, popularity. So, e.g., every guy with Kim Kardashian is fully aware of at least a few name penises she's had, and those men aren't just white ones. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. So I, I don't. Yeah, I think it is. I think once you extract it to the level of what we're talking about, people that have tons of money, we're no longer even talking about race. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, and it has it has nothing to to do with that at yeah. all. I think race has gone out. Like, it, there's probably no difference between black dudes and white dudes at that level. It's just Everybody like, got money, right? It's it's the reason that um. As much as people pick on the basketball wives, there's uh, those women have been typically connected to more than one basketball player, of more course. than one athlete. It's the same reason that Royce is somehow still getting play from people that are athletes because there's something about it. Like she was with Dwight Howard, so now she's with me. I'm I'm coming up in the world. Um, even Kanye's thinly veiled skewering of Amber Rose in the Blame Game, which you fabulously cut to through during the show. Didn't stop Wiz Khalifa from snatching her up, although it has been said that Amber has now essentially hustled backwards. Uh, Jackie Kennedy Onath, well, I don't see, I don't even think she hustled backwards. If you're looking at getting uh, a man of stature as a hustle, then her hustle was from Kanye to nothing to Wiz Khalifa, which is still a step up. Because that's the, how I view it is yeah. that nigga drops you, y'all break up, you're back at zero. So it's not even a come up like now she would have left him uh, for Wiz Khalifa. You know, actually, I don't know what the fuck happened in that relationship. Fuck them. (laughs) Can't believe I was can't believe I was about to break that down. Sorry, guys. Jackie Kennedy Onassis, Diana Ross, Iman, Holly, Naomi Campbell, J-Lo, Nicole Nicole Murphy, uh, who's Eddie Murphy's ex, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All have had very public relationships with men who presumably had penises. Yet later, relationships were also with men who presumably also had penises, stepped right into the spot, so to speak. Many of the latter men uh, were white. However, black guys do much of the same. Perhaps Rod's point is not as often. No, my point was never about these niggas anyway. These, none of these. No, no we, we these talk, rich we, niggas. We're we talking about the, the folks that ain't got shit, but they're yeah. talking about people that got shit like they ever had a chance to get with these women. Yeah, I'm just talking about regular ass dudes, yeah, that, that hate when they won't date a woman that like dated a dude that was in the same class as him in high school and shit like that like we're just like dog y'all why are you not dating why is she not dateable y'all don't even fucking know this or you or, or they look down on they're like oh what if you find out that she slept with someone and you're like but don't you like her 
Like, what does that have to do with you? Nothing. I mean, it's not your brother or somebody like that. Like, I don't see why it's this awkward situation anymore. You thought she was a virgin? And a lot of times, it's not the women that make it awkward. It's the men that make it awkward. Uh, She says, maybe it's because the other guys don't feel sufficient self-power and their egos can't stand even one penis. Maybe male ego uh, that can take more than one penis evidences sufficient self-power. And see, that's the problem that I have. It's like... Why don't you go seek a virgin then, but you don't want the virgin because you don't want to have to train them, but that you want somebody that has all this experience. All and this that's stuff realistic. All this stuff comes from inside the dude. Like none of this is from none of this is on women at all. This all comes from male insecurity. Every single part of it. Because honestly, uh, it, it, none of it matters. Like no, even you know I like I know dudes like to think like if I fuck a chick. I don't give a fuck. If she's 75 and got three kids and married for 25 years, I can still fuck her. You know, like those, that's how dudes egos are, but it's just not true. Mm-mm. It's just not fucking true. Like if you trust that person, then that's the end of it. It and, really shouldn't be more to it. And my thing is that if you can't handle the truth, don't ask. Right. Uh, she says, I say all of this to say, well, I'm not sure, but I think that if chose or wife the women, are selected to prove your st- status and power to the world and don't indicate anything about your emotional connection to the woman. Uh, yeah, I guess a guy could care less how many penises they have been there prior. He doesn't care about her, just staying up with her, with his received peers. Yeah, I think that's part of it. Um, also, another thing I think happens is when you're that rich and famous, you have fucked so many people. Yes. That, that it's almost like, really, I can get mad at Kim Kardashian for fucking people? That you know, I fucked everything moving. Like I've, I've, like I've now gotten to a part to a part of my life where I'd rather have one woman of stature than fucking every woman I can see because women are constantly throwing pussy at me. So yep. um, that might also be part of it. She says, actually, let me modify that. These guys who choose women based on perceived status, the women, the woman gives them with other men may care even more about previous penises. When you really think about it, it's like these guys almost require the previous penises to be up to the current penis level or higher because that makes the woman as a status symbol as opposed to a woman as in love of his life more valuable to his image. Yeah, we agree. Um, it's like I'd say about my brother's friends. He's the alpha male of his, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his word, coterie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you gonna get it um it must be french several of his friends for decades have flirted with me um no one has gotten uh anywhere near close i know for a fact that if i were to give in i it'd be their beta male way of conquering the alpha male peer it's like they could get if they could get me then they could get him it's always struck me as some sort of weird homoeroticism that had more to do with their feelings regarding him than how they actually regard me. I suspect it's similar to the way that women, uh, the way these women as status symbols regard their conquest. Um, that's why you see, you often see rappers talking about taking each other's, uh, taking other guys' women, knocking other guys' women up and the like. It's the male one-upsmanship, not about relationships, love, affection, or union. Yeah, I agree with that too. Um, I agree with that too because uh, I think it's like I said it goes back to the ego thing like I fucked your girl and for a lot of dudes they like it goes back to their issues they can't handle that yeah, shit yeah they can never get over it it's like well I didn't even know it back then nope Mm-mm. you need to be mad but the funny <laughs> but yeah but the funny part is that you expect women to just to get over shit though yeah I Word. guess well to me what's funny is like um, I'm 
uh, we weren't we're not talking about women right now so uh, but i'm sure if we flipped it there would be some issues there that yes, some women yes. have so i i don't know I'm just i just don't want to try to flip the genders on this shit because I, I really don't want to start that whole shit ball either oh yeah that's that's a whole topic all in itself yeah i'm sure there's a lot of cis the women that have fucked their female friends brothers and shit in some type of way so so let's not even go there um not too long ago one of my male colleagues explained that all this all quite neatly and much better than i have in the introduction to an article he wrote his theory certain straight men don't perform maleness for women but for other straight men they don't buy certain cars dress a certain way get paid blow up for women instead they get it and do it all for other straight men's approval and admiration. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, that 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 has happened a lot. I used to know a lot. I know more than more than a few dudes that have like fucked women and not even been that attracted to them or had terrible sex and stayed with them just because other dudes were looking up to those women. I've talked to those people before. Yeah, so. Even if they didn't want her, yeah. Yeah, I know. Hey, Cameron and those guys started a whole thing where it was okay to tell your boy, I love you, but then in the same rap, be like, but y'all ain't never loving no bitch. It's like, uh, okay, y'all wearing pink and calling each other, talking about I love you, doggy. Like, um, I don't care if you know homo that or not. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. She says, "Woo! all of this may not be gay, but it is gay-ish, in my humble opinion. Agreed. Not not as much as receiving fellatio from a young Latin male for $700. But (laughs) (laughs) love the show, as you know, professed Linda Charlemagne Harris, a.k.a. the official smile of of the black guy with tips. Yeah. I I think she's on point with all that shit. um, Yes. Um, Linda wrote in for episodes 309 to 310. What up, y'all? Just hollering real quick to chime in on the last two episodes. I rode to Charlotte yesterday with a friend, and we listened to episode 309 during the trip. It got us all the way to our destination. Man, we laughed our asses off the whole time. We even played Guess the Race with y'all. While that was going on, I was telling the homie how ratchet the chat room is, LOL. She and I had a good time listening to you. On another note, I'm checking out episode 310 right now. Like Keith and Dallas said, I became aware of this show because of Rod's call to the Morning Jones. It was always cool to hear him call in to share his thoughts on the topics of the day bo had a great show and folks like rob mike hitman stacy toya and many others made it even more special with their calls oh and let's not forget that bo's show is what introduced us all to the awesomeness that is chill from miami anyway i'm gonna wrap this up as always many thanks to you for this great show and for introducing me to many other shows keep up the great work leonard peace Oh, Thank man. you. Thanks, Linda. That was a very kind email. Of you, yes, man. that was. Um, Bill Beatty wrote in, Hey, Rod. Uh, he's on Twitter. He's at Mr. Bill. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Just wanted to say thanks for doing what you do. Life keeps getting in the way. I've only listened to about three podcasts in the past couple of months, but, but every time I do, I laugh my ass off, and I appreciate the hustle and dedication that you and Karen put into your craft. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, man. And, you know, it's kind of like a radio show like that. Maybe you don't hear it the day of something, but mm-hmm. maybe you hear it another day. As long as it's funny yeah, to that's you. That's the purpose of archives. That's all that matters. Yep. Um, even if you never catch up, even if you never go back and archive it, yep. I don't care. Mm-mm. I'm just glad you enjoyed yeah, just, it all. Even if this is your first time listening today, we thank you. Uh, I've got some wine in me, so I figured I'd tell a story. I got the idea after hearing Mr. Spann tell the story about his trouble in Chicago. This happened about 20 years ago, so I'm sure that the statute of limitations has long expired. I was driving home. I hope you're sure. Yeah, I was driving home. Right. <laughs> I was driving home from a night of partying with friends. I was on some speed and LSD. Not smart, but I was 18. I didn't have a license because it was suspended for speeding or some other bullshit that I likely did. <laughs> 
for people that's guessing the race, yeah, Bill is white. Um, I was close to home, <laughs> but the combination of things in my gut started turning and I had to pull over to the side of the road and vomit. So I opened up the driver door, unloaded my guts, and I glanced up in the rearview mirror. Sure enough, I saw the flashing lights of a cop car. Uh-oh. The cop walks up, thinks he for sure has a surefire drunk driving collar and asks, have you been drinking tonight? And a rainbow technicolor haze, I pulled together the perfect line for the moment. No, sir. I was at my girlfriend's house, and she made some Middle Eastern dinner. Not sure what it was, but it really didn't agree with me. The cop started laughing and went on a diatribe about how shitty a cook his wife was. He didn't ask for my driver's license or anything. He asked, wow. if, I was, he asked if I was going to be okay. I asked him if he could follow me home just to make sure I, I made it safe. He said, sure, follow me to my driveway, <gasps> gave me a wave, and left me alone. Yeah, white privilege likely played a part, but <laughs> likely. Nigga, that shit was 100% white privilege. That's the whitest it could get. It, Up top to white privilege. Yeah, the only thing it would have been better if we would have got out and gave you like a cigar or some shit. Like, that's white. It's some scotch. I ain't mad at you. Yeah, I would have used shit too. I ain't mad. Uh, he said, uh, maybe white, likely, white privilege likely played a part, but I'll take it. Anyway, thanks for being awesome at what you do. Cheers. Felt like he just called to rub his whiteness in our face. Thank you. Yeah, so I was uh, high as fuck, and I told the cop, I said, hey, man, I'm high. He was like, oh, for real? Well, have a safe trip. Anyway, niggas, enjoy your, <laughs> enjoy your oppression. Just checking in. Is <laughs> that stop and frisk you? <laughs> uh, Dennis wrote in that he got his uh, beer stein. Uh, we, we love people that take pictures of our, you know, our, our goods, our yes, wares. Yes, we do. I received my official The Black Guy Hotel's beer stein and I was, uh, I'm putting it to good use here in Germany. I just completed my goal, I just completed my goal of 400 miles on my bike on May, in the May 8th days ahead of schedule. And I am celebrating by using my favorite mug. Thank you for the podcast. And whenever someone comes over for a beer, they will be using the Black Guy Hotel Stein. Thank I think you. Stein. We over in Germany. Hey, 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 hey. He says, Guten Tag, which means good day. Oh, well, Guten Tag to you then. From the official black cyclist of the Black Guy Who Tips. Cool. Isn't that awesome, man? Yes. Fucking shows. We got going. trucks, we got wheels, boy. Jay, Jay Smith writes in, title of his email is Delicious Cheese. And he says, No! <laughs> That poor, delicious cheese. P.S. Keep up the great work. Yeah, that was a lot of damn cheese that got destroyed. Wasn't like $2 million or something like that? I'm assuming that, um, I'm assuming that, uh, James is white. Is Me that too. wrong? Me is that wrong to assume? No, I'm money, yeah. Uh, Ruben wrote in, Logan equal Pam, and Mike from Chicago equal Jerome. Logan proved that Mike is no pimp. Yeah, because if you listen to the whole show by the end, um, yeah, Mike and uh Mike puts uh Logan, who's DC Sports Diva on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh that she he puts her on the phone on three way and uh yeah, let's just say ratchetness just ensued that entire episode. I uh, just listen to it if you can. If you don't get it, I get it. I'm not, you know, nothing. We ain't really, mad at you, yeah. Yeah, I'm not no hard feelings if you if you just like I I'm tapping out, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but goddamn we had fun. Yes, we did. Um all right, man. So uh I think that's it for the day. Uh you know, I don't even know if we're doing a show tomorrow. because um, uh I don't know, we ain't got no sponsor for tomorrow and we're not we don't have any guests, so maybe we take tomorrow off. You know, just chill. <laughs> I don't know. So if there is a show, 
we'll see you guys uh you know on vocal this is why you need to uh follow us on vocal or um some, you know go to uh the web page and we have a new tab up there that says live shows on vocal and it tells you when the next live show is scheduled for so yes it does may we be back tomorrow or monday Maybe we'll see y'all on Thursday. I don't even know right now. It's like, we both up on Monday. That's yeah. Right. Somebody sends us some money, then yes, we'll get it done. Um, but until next time, um, you know, of course, go to theblackoutist.com. Uh, you know, make sure you're following us on uh, Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That's N-D-A-T. And the show Twitter is at T-B-G-W-T. Uh, go ahead and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, make sure you're subscribing to the, uh, updates on the, on the webpage. Uh, donate, 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 donate to the show, guys. Um, still gotta get that mic. We did get Justin a new chair and Will yes, a new we, chair. Yes, we did. So hopefully that's good enough for them. Um, but yeah, keep donating to the show, man. Still got bills, still got shit we gotta do. I know sometimes we don't really harp on it and stuff, cause I don't want you guys to feel like you just listen to a bunch of begging and shit, but yeah, keep donating. Please do. Um, and, uh, what else am I missing out on? Oh, donateyouraccount.com slash tbgwt. And, uh, you know how we do. You guys can, uh, let us retweet from your account. It helps the show out tremendously. It Spread does. The word. Yes. Um and I hope everybody has a happy Memorial Day. Make sure you Me uh, too. make sure you had a uh, veterans on your mind and stuff like that near your hearts cuz uh without them we wouldn't have all this beautiful freedom to uh you know to uh tout in front and of people's I know faces. So. All right. Well, until next time. I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. I know y'all know the beat. Too much inspiration. Here we go. Here we go. Back when I was a freshman, I learned a valuable lesson. A hoe gon' be a hoe, and it don't matter about you stressing. The only thing you do is tap that note and wear protection. And only when she spit it out is when you feel rejection. Evidence and DNA drop down, saying in her dress, she's making a great big mess. Try to get something off your chest, and that is no intended pun. I'm just joshing with John. Don't we always have a plan? Says we bust one on one, one on one, one on one, one on one. I wanna get into you. I don't want no girlfriend. Just wanna get into you. Gotta have it. School days are over. Spike the punch so you can stab it. Jug, jug, more jug. Push, pull, more wood. Isotonal glove. Bidding nicely cause we go good together. That's salt and pepper. Kool-Aid and sugar. Mustard and mayonnaise. Shoulda, coulda, and woulda. Oh. And that is no intended pun. I'm just joshing with your hun. Don't we always have a plan? Says we bust one on one. One on one. One on one. One on one. I wanna get into you. I don't want no girlfriend. Just wanna get into you